remember the story of old Saint Nick. And to some, it might be the world's number one pick. But if you don't mind me being so bold, I believe this is the greatest love story told. Now, not with flowers and candy and candlelit dinners, no, but between God and man, the righteous and sinners. But in order to understand, though, why this story is winning, we must first go back to the beginning. You see, when Adam and Eve sinned, it brought death to us all, separating us from God. Oh, what a fall. But since that time, from Genesis to Revelation, God has been pursuing us with no hesitation. For restoring the relationship between God and man, it would come by a way that no one could have planned. The ultimate sacrifice, not by Santa or an elf, no, no, no. This sacrifice will be given by God himself. So with the command of his will, he began to prepare as he sent word to Mary that she would soon bear. But how can this be, she said with confusion, for I've not known a man, it must be a delusion. Well, do not fear, the angel replied, for it is the Holy Spirit that will be by your side. For God himself will be born as man to take back life from the devil's hand. Well, now what about Joseph? What will he say when she tells him she's pregnant in this impossible way? Will he even believe her or try to understand that she was chosen for God's great plan? Well, of course, he didn't. He tried to put her away, but he too would be visited by an angel that day. Do not leave Mary nor even see red, for she carries the Savior just as she said. You shall care for them both and without a fuss, and you shall name him Emmanuel, meaning God with us. So Joseph would do all that the angel would tell, for it was not only Mary, but Joseph as well, who was chosen by God to carry this gift. Jesus, our Lord, man's only lift. Well, off they went unto Bethlehem to be counted as part of their clan. But along the way, time did draw near when Jesus, our Lord, would soon be here. They tried to look for a place to stay, but there was no room for Mary to lay. So they found a stable to escape the danger. And when Jesus was born, they laid him in a manger. Now, what kind of king would be born this way? Not in a palace or in royal array. No, no, no. This king, he wouldn't be full of pride, but he would humble himself to the day he died. A star indicated his miraculous birth. and Wise men knew there was now peace on earth. So they came to worship bearing presents and gifts for the prophecies were true and not merely myths. Oh, but Herod the king was king in his eyes. He was threatened by the thought that another would rise. And so he had every male child from zero to two killed by the sword until he was through. But Joseph and Mary being warned again to take the child and get out of the land. And as they did, Jesus was free to grow and to become a savior for you and for me. Now, throughout his life, he did wonderful things, healing and teaching his created beings. But out of all that he did to his very last breath, the greatest of these would come at his death. How much would he love? How far would he go? Well, he would lay down his life so that we would know. A price so heavy that no one could weigh. But he loved us so much he was willing to pay. You see, unlike the first, he was an obedient son as he exclaimed to the father, thy will be done. And even on that cross, his love proved true. 
As he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Now being cut off and nothing could be worse. For the first time in eternity, he begins to thirst. And as day became night, because the sun became sin, Satan believed that he would now win. But to let him know that his reign would diminish, Jesus lifted his voice and said, It is finished. But after receiving the drink of this excruciating cup, he looks to the Father and he gives his spirit up. Then he looks at his accusers and all those who lied. He hung his head and there he died. The earth began to shake and the wind blew. The curtain in the temple was torn in two. And it was then that they knew and started to nod that truly this man was the son of God. Well, they came around to break his legs, but when they saw he was dead, they took a spear instead. And with that spear, they pierced his side and life came out, although he had died. They brought him down and they put him in a tomb. They rolled a stone to seal his doom. There he would stay. There he would be. For a number of days, totaling three. See, was that the end? No, not by a long shot. For when they thought he was through, he proved he was not. He got up out of that grave with power in his hands, reconciling man back to God again. See, it was his hands, his hands that were nailed to the tree. His hands that bled on Calvary. His hands that paid the price and fee. His hands that saved and set me free. See, because of my sin, I was divided and lost. But now that gap has been bridged. And that bridge is the cross. So now you know why. Now you see why this is the greatest story to me. And if you would like to know him in this special way, just ask him in as you begin to pray. What well, is not what you do, but what he did, you see. The only requirement is that you believe that you may pass from darkness to light. And have a Merry Christmas indeed on this holy night.